This Webmaster Radio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, where affiliates always attend for free. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Make your plans now to be at the most affordable, informative, interactive trade show anywhere. Haven't made your plans to join us? Then it's time to act fast. We have secured a limited number of hotel rooms at the fabulous Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, the official host hotel of AFCON 2010. Book your reservations at our exclusive AFCON 2010 special rate by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. That's bit.ly slash cheap hotel. These rooms are guaranteed to be sold out fast. Remember, AFCON 2010 is giving you two days of back-to-back sessions, keynote presentations, exhibit access, and incredible nighttime networking for free. Plus, we're giving you unbelievable room specials for a limited time. Book your rooms now by going to bit.ly slash cheap hotel. AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia Nessie, and I'm also here with Susan Esparza and Bruce Clay's East Coast Director, Christopher Hart. Well... Bruce is out in Australia giving our training course. But you can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 Eastern, that's noon Pacific, and you can also download it anytime from Webmaster Radio's search engine optimization channel. You can stream it at semsynergy.com, and you can get it on iTunes. And last week, I attended SMX West in Santa Clara. I also live blogged the sessions that I attended and also talked to some of the conference speakers, which you may have heard on last week's show. And right now, I thought we would start the show with some of our slash my conference takeaways. Right. Well, because you were the one who actually went, Chris and I were just sort of watching from afar, um, which you can still get a lot of information just from doing that, just from reading the live blogs and, and from Twitter. And I think you kind of get a different view of the conference from being there, from reading live blogs, and from watching Twitter. When you watch Twitter a lot of the reactions are more immediate and sometimes your takeaways are really different. Mm. I'm wondering, to to that point, how much of some of the news that came out did people react in a knee-jerk fashion and then the day later things settled in and people were like, oh, I'm fine with that? Actually, what I saw this time, particularly on Twitter, was the opposite of that. Um, I was talking to Ian Lurie a little bit on Twitter 
because they were talking about page speed at the conference and somebody at the conference said it's not there it's not in the organic algorithm at this exact time but it is part of the quality score and Ian was really kind of annoyed because it's like undermines trying to get clients to do stuff right when we tell them page speed is important you need to make these changes and these improvements they say oh but Google just said it's not part of the algorithm why do we need to bother mm. <laughs> All right, that's the uh the, I give it to you with one hand and take away with the other Google speak. <laughs> right, definitely. Well, and at this exact time, you know, as SEOs, we know that that just means tomorrow it might be mm-hmm. and probably right. will um, be. <laughs> and there, there was a report that did come out, a study that I believe Akamai did, um, and this came out before, before the show, where their study, of, where their sample size, of the study of their sample size showed that roughly 35 to 45% of the users on sites that were shopping cart style sh- sites bounced if the page didn't load with uh, quicker than two seconds. So even if it's not something that's part of the algorithm, uh, your user, you know, tendencies and traits and what their threshold for wait would be, the, their pain threshold for how long they're willing to wait to buy something for you, definitely has an effect when you're dealing with performance, right? So. I, I, I wouldn't just say, don't worry about your page performance because Google hasn't told you to worry about your page performance or Google has said it's not in their algorithm. Your users should be telling you what's really important to them and, and page speed and performance to get them information in an efficient manner really is an important component of uh, quality. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true, particularly, like you said, the, the two-second rule. Once somebody hits your page, you have two seconds. If those two seconds are spent loading... Congratulations, you've just lost that person. Right, exactly. Not everybody's patient enough to sit for five seconds, ten seconds, however long it takes to load your page. That's interesting, and it also brings up a lot of the questions with, is conversion optimization part of something that we should be worried about as SEOs? And obviously, a user that gets to your site and just goes away is not going to be any good to anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Bringing in traffic, you know, we're always talking about bringing in the right traffic, and I think conversion optimization really is that next step. I don't know that SEOs need to be conversion optimizers. Sure. You know, that they have a job to do, but they need to understand it and they need to work with a conversion optimizer because if all you're doing is bringing traffic to the page and then abandoning it there, you know, are you really giving them a return on their investment? Right. And, and, and knowing these kinds of things is the response you might give to a client who says, well, Google doesn't care about speed. Right. And, you know, you, you, you both have classified two sides of this argument pretty well, right? Is it the SEO's job to drive targeted traffic and conversion? Well, if the SEO finds targeted traffic for that market segment and puts them on a page that your client then has a form that has 100 parameters that the client, that the, that the user has to fill out before they get something, well, that's going to, you know, the user isn't going to be engaged too heavily in that page. They're going to have a poor experience on the site, and then they're probably likely not going to come back at a later date. So I would say that to some degree it, it dovetails into the, we've got you a lot of focus traffic, now do something with it. And if you do something right. with it as an abusive interface, then don't mm-hmm. be upset when people leave. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's really important to when you're talking to clients, draw that distinction between we're bringing you qualified traffic and you're not converting it 
as opposed to you're just bringing me terrible traffic. You know exactly. Oh, which is where saying. analytics come in, yeah. where you can point to here's the demographic, here are the users that are come, uniques, page views, trends from what locations. So it's important for you to back up that data with your analytic packages. Right. I'm getting traffic, but I'm not getting conversions is a common problem. However, the reasons for it can be widely different. And you really have to have the analytics to say, look, they came in, they landed on the page, they clicked through twice, they got this far down the conversion funnel, and then they bailed. That's not, we didn't give you targeted traffic. That's your site stopped them. You know, yeah. it's, it, 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 some, it, some of the basic math behind that would be if, the, if your average user's click-through rate, meaning the amount of pages a user would absorb on their visit, is two and a half or three pages, don't make them fill out a form that has them going to eight pages before they can finally make a purchase. There are other great um, characteristics of maintaining the fastest and best performing site, at least speed-wise, that were covered in this session. And I believe um, you can find that on the blog still. Um, that, geez, I can't remember the exact name of it. It's Google says speed matters, now what? Right, yeah, it's page speed, um, Google says it matters, or something like that. It was the... Um, March 3rd? No. No, 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 no. no. I think it was like the <laughs> second or third day of the conference. Okay. It was pretty early on. Um, but that was a good one. The, the other interesting thing, kind of related to speed, is that they did mention that speed is a factor in quality score. So... The, and and that was another thing that I noticed was talking about a lot, lots and lots of ad opportunities and new venues and things like that. So. And we didn't really get a chance to get to all our takeaways from the conference, so you'll have to check out the blog for that. Yeah, um, definitely. There's a, there's a ton of stuff out there, and just, I mean, still, there's so much great coverage that we can't even get into. But it's time for a quick break, so don't go anywhere. Um, more SEM Synergy is going to be on the way. Come join us in the chat room. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7Pays. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. <sighs> what is 
this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Affiliate Wire. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Susan and Christopher Hart. Bruce is actually at uh, SEO Toolset Training in Australia this week. And we're just going to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about some of our upcoming training opportunities like the going on in Australia this isn't the only one, so if you are in the Australia area and you're listening, the Australia area, continent, <laughs> um, definitely lots there going on for you. Um, but first off, there's a webcast. Anybody can attend that. doesn't matter where you are. We're going to be doing that March 25th. Right. Yeah, that's going to be really great. Um, Bruce is going to sit down with Ralph Wilson, and they're going to talk about SEO in 2010, and they're going to hit on what's changed in SEO, what hasn't changed. Um, what you can do to keep up with the latest. And um, Ralph, I know, is pulling together the 10 key things that today's marketers should know about SEO, which I think is just going to be incredibly brilliant. Ralph is, is so, so good at at teaching. Well, what will be nice about, about that, Susan, is it comes right within the SES New York event, which usually spawns a lot of questions from a lot of attendees. Getting, giving people a chance to hear people like uh, Dr. Wilson and Bruce speak to these the, the, these changes, you know, right as they're coming out, as well as what we're fa- we're facing in 2010 is a good opportunity for people to listen in. Yeah, yeah, and there will be a live Q and A. Also at SES New York, we will be doing um, Bruce will be doing the one day training, I believe. Correct. This is, yeah. That's on Monday, March 22nd. You can check that out at the Search Engine Strategy site. And um, also for the webcast, check out searchmarketingnow.com. And that will be, like I said, all, all during... March that, 25th. That, that week. Mm-hmm. Um, so lots of good opportunities for training. Not the only conference trainings that we're doing, though. Chris, you're going to Toronto? In June? Yep, I'll be teaching the one-day training class up at SES Toronto on June 9th. Uh, Bruce will be also teaching the one-day training program as part of AdTech San Francisco on Monday, April 19th. That's a, that's a new trade show we're adding to our mix, and we're, we're looking to, uh, to, to have some pretty serious conversations with the, uh, with the large AdTech market. Yeah, AdTech is a great show. It's, it's so different than the SEO conferences. The SEO conferences are so um, kind of in-depth, and you can really dig into particular things. And ad tech is so broad that you get a lot of people who really don't understand SEO. And so it's a really great 
to have a training there, to have more emphasis on SEO there because they've really traditionally lacked it. And I, th- I think it's really um, an awesome thing for SEO in general to have, you know, that emphasis coming to, to the big show. Right. I, I, having, having had work at Tech New York a couple of times and, and been out to EdTech San Francisco a few times, one, one of the components that always uh, strikes me sharply with the ad tech market is, um, in many cases, how vested they are in their own product. It's much of their own money and product and service that they're putting up to, to generate business. So when we get into conversations with some really uh, vested individuals, people that are looking to, to get up and running and do things on their own and make their dollar go further, um, they they really get excited about learning about SEO and 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 doing a lot of this themselves. Okay, so that's the conference trainings, and then we've got our own. What's the difference between how do we pull together a one day training versus a three day standard training? Well, Chris, you do both of them. You you teach both the New York training, um, and and you're doing the one day training. So that probably is a better question for you. Right. Well, right now, I, like you said, I'm I'm flying out to California uh, to do the, the training next week, which is the 15th through the 19th. That's the standard and the advanced class. Um, the standard class is three days, and that is really, we start off from a standpoint assuming everybody in a class knows nothing and tries to bring everyone to a, a normalized level playing field. And then we, we work to dispel all of the myths of the industry, and we get a lot of people focused on the meat of how all of these very different corporate job tasks play together for one successful online initiative. And then we spend a good part of another day addressing, using all of the tools that we have in our SEO tool set, how we as uh, an agency use our tools to solve problems and do research for our clients. So when you come to the class, you're learning the tools the same way we teach our analysts how how to use the tools. Um, then the final day is really a capstone where we'll go over all the aspects that we discussed in the last two and a half days, um, put them together in a sequence that enables you to begin thinking about things from a, a, a production development standpoint, as well as an in-depth lab, which gives you an opportunity to look at reports that came out of the tool set, we ask you questions as to what kinds of components and variables would you need to consider to make a decision, and then work with you to get familiar to looking at all these new and you know, crazy combinations of data points so you understand what's occurring. The, that's, a, that's a big difference from the one-day class, which is really a, a high-level, soup-to-nuts kind of uh, executive position, right? We're, we're talking... Uh, we're not talking granular here. We're talking big chunks of information that an executive would need to know and say, I have to make sure somebody in my organization is paying attention to this information. It really allows a person that doesn't have three days to say, okay, I now need to pay attention to all of these components. That's kind of how the um, Bruce Clay Australia team has described it when they're talking about their one-day training course um, check that out in Brisbane on April 7th, Melbourne May 12th, or Sydney on June 9th. And they kind of gear their one-day courses towards those that maybe have, that might be managing an SEO project or a team or that just need to understand 
you know, how SEO will work in the greater um, organization. Right. Agreed. And we shouldn't forget about our advanced class also. Um, we have a, it's essentially a day and a half. We book it as a two-day class. But this course is really geared for a high-end project manager that's going to have to communicate to an IT team, to an editorial team, across multiple platforms. So when they come up with a, an SEL plan and are talking to people to implement it, they know exactly what can and cannot be done and what the implications are of making one decision over the other. It's really uh, the glue or the ties, you know, the ties that bind, per se, for a project manager that's that's looking to, to really be able to dig deep in SEO. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that, I mean, there's great training opportunities all over the place, and really not even just ours, but, I mean, literally all over the place in the industry. So it, it's, it's really nice to see that that kind of emphasis on education is out there. Agreed, agreed. It does good to, uh, to get rid of the bad SEOs that are like selling snake oil when you have a group of people or clients that are empowered through knowledge. Yeah, educated clients really are, are our best defense against the bad SEOs, I agree. Agreed. All right, it's time for a break, but stick around. We'll be back with some of the latest headlines. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages affiliate today with localpages.com. Inboxed Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. 
Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Susan here with Christopher and Virginia. So there are always a lot of interesting news stories developing in the search and internet space, and we like to occasionally go through and uh, give our opinions on them. So let's start off with something fun and exciting, Google's SEO report card. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to attend the Ignite session that Matt Cuts did where he kind of presented this for the first time, but I did watch a video which you can find. Um, Brian, I think his last name is pronounced Usury, um, posted his little handheld video of Matt Cutts' presentation on everything that Google is doing wrong in regards to SEO, and it's um, 50 pages of hilariousness. <laughs> So that's good. Also, Google Webmaster Central blog um, did do a post on their SEO report card that you can take a look at. And you can get the full thing there, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm uncomfortable with having a report card. I never liked report card day. <laughs> we, but my my family wasn't one of those cool. Oh, if you get an A, you get five dollars. Families, I don't want a report card. Thanks. That's all. That was really my commentary on that one. Well, what about the fact that? Um I mean, it's nice to see that Google's always given us plenty of recommendations, um, but knowing in our the back of our minds that they don't have to do it themselves, doesn't it seem like, like, gosh, you don't even have to do this because you just have this privilege of the web being your like at your bidding and well, Google doesn't index itself or says they don't index themselves, um, so. Yeah, they don't really care if they're building their site well enough to be, you know, ranked in the search engines. Yeah, because yeah, they really don't want to be indexed, right? Yeah. Um, but But from my perspective, whenever an organization that has so many people, uh, I guess, waiting on bated breath for whatever they have to say, the second they put something in a report card, anything they don't put in a report card automatically becomes not important in a person's mind. Yeah, yeah. And Well, it's like we were talking about in the very first segment with the page speed thing. If Google says, oh, it's not in the algorithm at this exact moment, that to client means, oh, I don't need to worry about, you know, it, making my pages quicker and faster and more user-friendly because Google says they don't care. And that's exactly. not the case at all. And I think... Uh, I think in cases like this, it'll probably hurt those who don't pay attention to as many data points as we like to pay attention to. It'll hurt them more so because they'll only focus in on the few that, that they think that that's what they're getting graded on. Now, did you ever have that come up? Because like, Google does have a um, kind of basic 101 guide to SEO as well. Will a client ever look at that and be like, well, that's not in Google's SEO 101? Well, I can probably say with some level of 100% accuracy that there is a great many things that is that are not in Google's 101 document that they don't tell you to do. Which is why I'm asking, like, do has this issue come up with you and you're, you're dealing with um, incoming or potential clients? That and, and in the class. Also, I mean, in like kind, you get people that say, I read this in the forum. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, forums, huh? Yeah, exactly. You know, forums can be very helpful in pointing you in the wrong direction if you don't know what you're reading. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's interesting. The report card idea is interesting, but I, I think that 
like a lot of things Google does, it's it's sort of a double-edged sword. It's it's good in one way, and it's going to be a pain in a lot of other ways. So okay, but okay. Now, is there a downside to the capital of Kansas renaming themselves <laughs> Google? There um, can't possibly be a downside to that. Um, I think that they wussed out. They're only renaming themselves for the month of, month of March. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on, Topeka. Man up. If you're going to rename yourself Google, rename yourself Google. It's like getting a tattoo. That doesn't come off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and should all the little towns around Google now name themselves Microsoft or Yahoo? See, there you go. That would be good. Like little satellite towns. Exactly. You could have, like, the farm <laughs> off in the corner that's named Ask. That'd be good. Where everything is awesome, but they can never really seem to get, make it. Oh, dear. Um, Sorry, it, I love Ask. I know I've said this before. Um, it does. It is interesting to think of the lengths at which people will go to get a whole town on really, really fast broadband. And that's a prize worth fighting for. So go to Pika. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why they would have to fight to get faster internet service in their town. It's like, oh, great, sign oh, me up. Oh, because Google is testing their new broadband service. That's okay. We should back, back up and explain. Because <laughs> um, Google is testing their new broadband service, and so Topeka is trying to like campaign to be the one that Google tests it on. And it's like uh. a gigabyte per second. It's <laughs> okay. ridiculously fast. So um, I do have to say, though, I would rename myself Google if it would get me free internet <laughs> at that kind of speed. <laughs> You can just call me Google Esparza. I am good to go. Yeah, I think you just opened up a can of worms oh. for a whole bunch of stalkers. Ah, uh, well, you know. <laughs> um, I have nothing. <laughs> I mean, basically, I found that story as I was in the middle of the conference. So imagine me with, like, a chicken with my head cut off, like, just running around, not even knowing where I am half the time or if I'm at the right place. And yet this story comes up on Twitter, and I'm clicking it, Right. A town has changed its name to Google. How silly. So it's interesting to read that the uh, Pew, um, an internet um, research firm, has um, surveyed a bunch of people to find out how they find the media that they read. And I guess um, 72% of Americans follow the news to discuss it with others. And 75% of the people who read online news get their updates by email and social networks. 52% say that they share the news they read with their social networks. And 70% of Americans believe that the amount of news and information available from different sources is overwhelming. Yeah, I absolutely think that's the case. And I really think that we're getting to the point where everything is an echo chamber. There, you know... There is no pure news source anymore. You're o- you only want to listen to the people who already agree with you, I think is a really big problem. And the social network thing, I mean, it becomes an echo chamber, and you're only talking about the same things with the same people. A- even though you have so many other options, there are too many options, and it closes down to nothing. Oh, and look at these avenues that are now... I guess, kind of taking advantage of, of, of their distribution. There were a lot of technology sites that were publishing stuff about the Oscars just because it was a newsworthy event and they had distribution, mm-hmm. right, through social media networks. Why? I mean, is it really the place I want to go for my news on the Oscars? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not so much. So, so know your sources as much as 
who tweeted it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about that too about you know TMZ being an entertainment news source, a much better entertainment news source than a mega network. You know? Right. And and again, I think that that's the nichification, that's the echo chamber effect. That's you know, there's so many options that you have to go narrow feed. Yeah. Um, well, I hope that you enjoyed this program. It was a little bit of everything thrown at you, but we're all out of time for this week's show. Thanks, as always, to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. Go ahead and check out SEMSynergy.com for more on the topics we t- covered today and also for an archive of all our past shows. And you can follow us on Twitter at SEM Synergy. If you have internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to scmsynergy at bruceclay.com and come back next week, please, for more industry info and experts. We're always in the chat room. It's really fun in there. Um, Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. 